Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Welcome to AgriTalk Podcast with me, Philip Kiltan. Today we are talking about vermiculture. And with me today is Peter Kanyagi, who is the executive director of Joe Redworm Farm Kenya. Welcome, uh, Peter. Thank you, Mr. Kaitani. Tell us a little bit about what vermiculture is. Uh, vermiculture is uh, composting waste using earthworms. Generally, when we talk about composting, there are very many ways of uh, composting. Some of them are the, the normal ones where you put waste somewhere and by, you know, naturally, biologically, they compost. But when you talk about vermiculture, we, we look for uh, composting earthworms, which specifically eat the waste and uh, produce a very high quality vermicompost. And where do I get these worms in the first place? Um, red worms are available in many places in Kenya and uh, we have uh, most of the universities now are doing vermiculture there are also individuals who are doing vermiculture there are big farmers who are doing uh, vermiculture and all of them uh, can can sell earthworms okay so what are the requirements to start a vermiculture the requirement for vermiculture there are several the first requirement is that you must have the earthworms themselves. Here we are not talking about any earthworm. The known composting earthworm is called a redworm, or in scientific name is called a senior fetida. This is the earthworm which has a lot of... Uh, uh, they are better than other earthworms because of several advantages. One of the advantages of the redworm is that they multiply very quickly. Secondly, they eat their own weight every day, which means they can compost a lot of waste. That is the first requirement. The second requirement is that you must have a container where you are going to put these earthworms. The requirement for a container is because earthworms produces several uh, products. One of the products in vermiculture is uh, vermicompost, which is a, a high quality compost. The second product is a vermiliquid, which is uh, the liquid collected from the container and is a high quality foliar or organic foliar, which you can spray to your crops. The third requirement is that you must have the type of waste or what you're going to feed the earthworms. Earthworms eat waste or compost waste. You don't buy food for them. So uh, we have a lot of waste everywhere. We have uh, kitchen waste at home. We have farm waste, uh, a lot of organic matter which is wasted or thrown away. Uh, we have uh, cow dung manure 
and air, any other type of manure can be composted by the earthworms, including uh, chicken, uh, goat, uh, rabbit, uh, and any other livestock. So you must have the food which you are going to give to the worms. Okay. The th third requirement is that you must have uh, you must have a structure to hold the container. This structure is necessary so that if you put it uh, at the ground level, you'll not be able to collect the vermi liquid. But if you put it at a, a foot above the ground, you'll be able to collect the vermi liquid, which is necessary for, which is uh, one of the products we are talking about. The fourth requirement is that this container must be kept in a place where there is no direct light, sunshine, no rain, which means you must have a cover on top of the uh, of the container. We do this by having a vermiculture house where we have a, a, a roof. A roof can be made of many things. It can be made of uh, mabati, it can be made of plastic, it can be made of uh, thatch. Then on the side we can have uh, a net just to keep the place secure. Otherwise, those are the general requirements for vermiculture. Okay. So what do I need to know before starting this? Before starting, uh, you need a bit of uh, capital, but not much. Why Earthworm is a, is, a, is a good business to start is that you can start with any amount of capital using even crude uh, implement or equipment to start because the the reason why you can start uh, small is that earthworms multiply very quickly in fact earthworms double in number every two months in a geometrical progression which means if you started with the uh, say one 5 kg of earthworms in another two months you have uh, they will double to be 10. Then from 10, there will be 20. From 20, there will be 40. So you can see the progression. So you can see the progression. That's why, you know, you can start small. When you talk about the materials you need for, I know you had mentioned it earlier. Uh, do I need a certain amount or I can start with as little that I have? Uh, we have a lot of waste everywhere. You look at in your own house, uh, the waste from the kitchen. We have uh, we have veggies uh, remains. We have uh, fruit uh, skins which we do not eat. We have uh, we have a lot of things from the kitchen. Beside the kitchen, we have farm waste, which are the remains of, say, you're harvesting beans, you, you have a lot of remains there, you're harvesting maize, you have uh, the maize there. Uh, not only um, from the crops, we have the weeds from the farm. All weeds, most of the weeds, which can be eaten by a goat, are good for, for earthworms. So generally, when we start, we, we need to look at what waste we have. Mm -hmm. And uh, if we find we have enough, we can scale it 
uh, with the amount of earthworm to start. Say for a small kitchen uh, garden, you, you, the, the kitchen waste you have in the house is more than enough to feed the earthworms. So is there an amount of or the number of earthworms that I need for my, uh, let's say, for my kitchen waste? Um, the minimum you can buy from the market, you can buy, uh, the minimum is 1 kg. And uh, 1 kg, you can use a, a 20 liter bucket to start. And that can give you a small quantity of vermi compost and vermi liquid. Which is in, which is enough for a, a very small kitchen garden, but for a for for um, an acceptable kitchen garden where you have you have planted uh, some vegetables, you have planted some fruits, we usually advise somebody to start with five kg of earthworms using a half plastic drum. This 5 kg will multiply very quickly and uh, within say three to four months they'll have filled the uh, the half drum and they'll be eating a lot of waste which means you can you'll be able to harvest the uh, the compost from that half drum and also the vermi liquid from that half drum which you can sm uh, use in your small garden okay um, so when I when I when I get my vermiculture my vermi compost uh, what is the advantage of vermicompost as compared to either an, um, synthetic fertilizer or uh, the normal compost that we, we also do at the farm? When earthworms eat waste, um, it, it digests the, the waste and uh, in, uh, you know, excrete very valuable, high quality uh, we call it uh, cast. This cast of vermi cast of vermi compost has all the nutrients to grow a plant, and the guts of the earthworms adds a lot of uh, nutrients in the waste, which means it is the, the the final product is different from the normal compost which you get from composting generally. Mm -hmm. That is why it is better than other composts. Okay. And how long does it take from the time uh, I, I start the process of uh, vermicompost to the time I get the byproduct? Um, the standard uh, length of time is usually from three to five months, depending on how you are doing it. Uh, this is necessary because what, when you buy earthworms, the first stage in earthworm farming is to multiply the worms to a level where they'll be able to work for you. Which means you don't start composting immediately. You multiply the worms. And that's why in uh, have a drum, we give you, uh, it takes about three months for the worms to fill the half drum to be able to start composting. Mm -hmm. So three to five months would be a good period to start composting. So uh, when I get my worms, I just feed them and then they multiply. Yes. Okay. There's another product you talked about, the byproduct, the vermi liquid. Vermi liquid. Uh, what is it exactly, and what do I, what do, what do you use it use it for at the farm? Vermi liquid is all the liquid collected in the container. This liquid uh, comes from the excretes of the 
the earthworm, which the excretes are actually high quality compost, the urine of the earthworms, and also what come and um, earthworms lives in a bedding, and that bedding, um, the, the, there is some water or liquid coming out. So all those liquids comes out from a hole from the container is what we, we call vermiliquid. And uh, similarly, this vermiliquid has all the nutrients to grow a plant and is used as a foria to spray on the, f on the leaves and to spray on the roots um, instead of buying commercial fertilizers which are used for spraying. Uh, so when, when my compost is, uh, my vermicompost uh, is ready, how do I separate the worms from now the compost? Uh, vermicomposting uh, is a continuous process. Mm -hmm. Once you start composting in the, and the other worms start uh, eating the waste, uh, you can start uh, harvesting the vermiliquid almost after three months. Because now it you have you have got a, a lot of uh, earthworms and they are making a lot of uh, vermiliquid. When you are, we want to harvest the vermicompost, you can wait until the worms have made compost up to the uh, up to the top of the um, okay. uh, half plastic drum. Then. There are two ways you can harvest it from the from the drum. One way is to open the half drum. Earthworms do not like light, so if you open that uh, half drum, earthworms will go down in the in the in the environment inside, and you can actually collect your vermicompost from from the top because the other worms have, have gone down. That is the first way. The second way is to remove uh, the, the total compost, put it outside on, uh, say, a plastic paper. Earthworms will collect at the center and uh, you collect your compost on top. Mm -hmm. They'll continue, once when you start collecting what is on top, the earthworms will continue going inside until you're left with the, only the earthworms and the compost you have already removed from the top. Those are the two ways you can. Okay, so that means I can only buy uh, earthworms once and then I yes. multiply my own. Yes, you buy earthworms once, you don't buy them again because uh, they multiply and uh, they don't get finished. You can use these earthworms to feed chicken, feed chicken or fish. And when you are um, harvesting for the fish or the, for the chicken, you just have harvest enough and leave, leave some so that which will continue multiplying. So they never get finished. So what is the, what is the amount of the one kilogram that I'll buy initially hmm. of, of, of the red worms? Hmm. What is the cost of the one kilogram? Uh, a kilo, a kilogram of earthworms in the market is two thousand five hundred. You buy the earthworms along with the bedding, because if you if you remove the earthworms, they can die. Um, we try and uh, concentrate them to a density of fifty percent worms 
and 50% bedding. So when you buy earthworms, you are buying the earthworms plus bedding. And uh, that bedding also contains a lot of earthworms' eggs, which you, um, you continue, you hatch later. Okay. Yeah. They say information is power. Where do farmers get all this information about uh, vermiculture? We at Joe Redworm Farm, Kenya, we train farmers. And farmers come to our farm, and we train them for a small fee of 2,500 shillings per person. Then after training, they start uh, vermiculture or composting their waste, and uh, we, uh, we, follow, we follow them and provide them with the mentorship so that when they start, they don't get it wrong. So including the training in the farm, we also mentor them when they start. And do you think uh, these worms can produce enough compost uh, for farming, especially as a, in a country like Kenya? Yes. Depending on the scale you want to start. There are people who do uh, earthworms only for kitchen garden. There are people who are doing uh, earthworm farming for a small farm. There are also people who are doing large-scale uh, vermiculture using a lot of waste. We have several coffee farms in Kenya which compost their coffee pulp waste using earthworms. And here we are talking of tons of compost, tons of waste, which are converted into tons of uh, vermicompost. And this vermicompost is used in the coffee farms where they use it uh, as, a fertilizer, as an organic fertilizer, both as a compost and also as a foria. So we can use it on large scale. Okay. When we talk about uh, the vermicompost, how do I sell it and how much uh, does it go for? Uh, the price of vermicompost differ with different uh, uh, farmers, uh, but generally the price is from 50 shillings per kg to around 100 shillings per kg, mm -hmm. depending on sometimes packaging, depending on uh, customers, that sort of thing. Okay. What yeah. about the vermi liquid? The vermi liquid goes, for a liter goes for 100 shillings. They are usually packaged in uh, five liter back, uh, five liter containers or twenty liters container. Five liter container is five hundred shillings. Twenty liter container is uh, two thousand shillings. And how many how many liters can I produce in a day, or can I harvest in a day? Um, depending on uh, your scale, for somebody using say um, ha ha half plastic drum. You can get every 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 week you can get a liter and this liter is enough because you don't apply it directly you have to dilute it okay. at a ratio of one to seven okay. so with a small kitchen garden you you, you can start it for those people who are doing uh, uh, large composting using earthworms they prepare concrete uh, beds where they put the waste and at the end of one side, there's a big hole where the vermi liquid collects, and this can be collected, can be put in the, it can be used for splash. It can also be used uh, in the drip system. Instead of uh, applying, uh, applying it directly, you can put it in the dry, uh, drip system where they can go 
quite can go direct to the roots. Um, earlier on, when we were having this conversation, you talked about uh, vermiculture is helping us go back to nature. Maybe you can explain to us what all that means. Um, we have we have been uh, farming using um, commercial fertilizers like DAP, uh, CAN, ammonia, and uh, such uh, non-organic fertilizers, but. Farmers have realized that, uh, not even farmers, those people who, who eat produce from the farm have realized that these non-organic fertilizers are chemicals. And these chemicals eventually are not very good. Uh, they, they acidify the, the soil, make, it, make the soil very acid. And when the soil becomes very acid, it does not produce enough crops. Secondary, Crops used, uh, crops um, grown using non-organic non fertilizers are not good for the for our health. As we said, uh, these these uh, fertilizers are chemicals, and by the time we eat the the food, there are still some chemical remains in this food which can get into our body, and that's wh why sometimes. People are suffering from uh, diseases like cancer, uh, these uh, this, uh, lifestyle diseases, diabetes, and all that. Now, when you come to uh, vermicompost, or when you use vermicompost, vermicompost is a bi biological method. It's a bio is, is, is produced biologically by earthworms and other bacteria in the compost. These are natural compost, which plants will be able to to feed on directly and uh, you get far much better produce using natural compost than from uh, uh, non-commercial uh, from commercial fertilizers okay yeah uh, we've seen the rise of um, the calls to embrace organic farming how can vermiculture help uh, in this course Uh, sometimes people s have a feeling that uh, organic farming is a bit expensive, but it is not expensive because we are using earthworms to compost waste which we generate through our way. So instead of, say at home, throwing, uh, you know, giving the, the organic matter to the city council to go and uh, throw away somewhere in a dump site and uh, pollute the environment, you can use this and it's not expensive, you're not buying. For large scale uh, people who are doing uh, vermiculture on large scale, they, most of them have a lot of waste. Like I said, you can use waste from the coffee farms, uh, from the coffee factory, you can use waste from, from slaughterhouses, you can use waste from uh, People who are exporting uh, vegetables, there are a lot of waste in that in, in those farms. People who are exporting flowers, there are a lot of waste. And all those waste do not have value to the farmer. But if you uh, feed them to the earthworms, you find that uh, you're adding value and you get something better at a very uh, minimum cost. Okay. So organic farming is not expensive. Okay. Uh, you talked about the use of waste from maybe flower farms. Uh, flower farms are known to use a lot of chemicals. 
uh, will the earthworm or the redworm survive uh, if they feed on that? That's a very good question. Earthworms are very special animals because when they digest uh, any toxic matter, they remove that toxic matter from uh, the waste and they produce something which is which has uh, does not have those toxic matter mm -hmm. so other ones can even be used to uh, to clean sewage systems where they eat that sewage and uh, produce very good healthy uh, compost which will not affect a human being okay so even schools can use uh, the redworms to compost uh, the, the waste that comes from leftovers? We are not talking here of the waste from the left leftovers from schools. We are talking even the toilet waste. Okay. There, there are a few schools, not even schools, even uh, there's organizations in Nairobi which are collecting uh, toilet waste and uh, using earthworms to compost and provide uh, and get very good high quality vermicompost which where the earthworms have re removed all the toxic matter from the waste okay uh, also you have talked about uh, vermicomposting or vermiculture can help in reducing the uh, can help farmers in reducing the cost of uh, fuel now that uh, the cost of oil internationally is going up. Uh, maybe you can explain to us a little bit what you meant by that. Fertilizers, um, non-organic fertilizers like DAP, CAN are very expensive. Mm -hmm. And uh, the problem with using fertilizers is that once you start using fertilizers, you have to keep on using, uh, you know, using these fertilizers during every season. Which means, it's um, uh, every time you want to plant, you use fertilizers, and they are expensive. When you use, uh, when you compost your waste, um, the compost uh, goes to the soil as, as a sort of an, uh, a soil amendment, and uh, you not be required very much to be using. Uh, these fertilizers, these commercial fertilizers. When you have this uh, compost from the earthworms and you are getting them cheaply from the farm, you can reduce your cost okay. because you are not buying, you are not buying the waste, you are, you are getting the compost free and you are getting better produce from the farm. So you can literally reduce your, your, your commercial fertilizer cost. Okay. So in short, you are saying... Uh, the normal fertilizer we use, the synthetic fertilizer we use, is a byproduct of crude oil. No, not uh, actually. Yes, there are fertilizers which are, are, are used from uh, from crude oil. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, while we have this all this conversation, I'm I'm trying to understand where did Peter get to learn about uh, this red woman on vermicomposting in the first place. I've been a farmer all my life and uh, I've been uh, doing a lot of research in farming and uh, one day I attended a, 
So you learned this from attending uh, a, a, course. a course at Jomo Kenyatta University. Mm. Uh, we've seen government the other day reintroducing uh, the 4K clubs in school. Do you think also this could be uh, a good way to start introducing uh, our children to this kind of, 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 of farming? I'd say it would be very interesting because children are interested. I, um, I, you can say children, uh, they love doing things, strange things and, uh, you know, playing about, learning, and would be very much interested in seeing earthworms in their schools where they can uh, um, feed them with the waste from the chicken, from the kitchen, from the farm. And they can learn a lot about uh, earthworms. Mm -hmm. Because when you talk about earthworms, you're talking about organic farming. And if we train our children uh, organic farming using composting earthworms, they'll grow up to be adults who, uh, who appreciate, appreciate uh, organic food. They also appreciate farming as a, as a career. And I think that this can be a very good thing. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about the, re the, the, the reintroduction of um, Foki Clubs schools as a farmer? As a farmer, I would say introdu introducing Foki Club is a very good uh, way of training our, our children in, um, in how we grow crops. Farmers, uh, farming has actually been taken by mostly by elderly people. And, uh, you know, we, we are growing old and a lot of people are not interested in farming. They say that farming is dirty or is, that does, not have, uh, does not give in income. But now, if we train our children at the, at the early age to appreciate farming and uh, to appreciate food grown organically, this would be a good way of uh, getting a population which we'll be able to feed the nation in generations to come. Okay. As we wind up, what do you think is the future of vermiculture in Kenya? Vermiculture in Kenya is growing. And uh, I can tell you, in the last uh, few years, we have had projects, large-scale projects, where we are doing a lot of composting for large farms. These farms are growing organic vegetables, they're exporting uh, organic vegetables, and uh, they're making more money than uh, the ordinary vegetables because organic vegetables fetch more, better prices than normal vegetables. Secondly, people are, are going to be, uh, they are going to be registered, uh, a lot of farms that want to be registered as uh, organic farmers. And for you to be registered as an organic farmer, you have to show that uh, you are making, uh, you make your own compost from your waste. And once you show that uh, you can make compost from your waste, 
it's one step in uh, in advancing to get registered as an organic farmer which is very good because you'll be able to sell your product not only locally even abroad yeah thank you uh, very much peter kanyagia for uh, that insightful uh, talk on vermiculture uh, for our listeners that is all we had for you today about vermiculture until next time goodbye